Welcome back to the Call Me By Your Game podcast. If you have never listened to this show, uh, Call Me By Your Game is a show where I bring on a guest to talk about a video game that is special to them and why. We talk about not only what made uh, playing that game special and what the guests might love about it, but also what was cool about the context and what they remember fondly from when they did this. Uh, I am your host, Connor McCabe, as you probably know, Um, but I'm not the only person who is on this episode. Um, I I already forgot to do my little housekeeping because I'm not used to doing it, but before I do that, let's introduce our guest. Welcome, Annabelle Seymour. Hello. How the heck are you? I'm great. It is so, it's it's always good to spend time with you. Uh, uh, and it's especially good to spend time with you on a personal level. We get uh, to talk about something that's special to you. Yeah. So thanks for doing this. Sure. Um, if you don't know Annabelle, she is a writer, actor, and literal improv legend living in Los Angeles. And if you're a fan of sketch comedy, which we might even be plugging a little later, depends yeah. on what you want to do. Uh, she is a mod writer uh, for the team. Smoke Show. Smoke Show. Brand new team. What a great team name. Yeah. I love some of the new team names. You're on... uh, uh, Jump Man. Jump Man. I wanted to say like Space Jam, but... Jumpman is right there. It's like Space Jam. <laughs> it's like Space it's very Jam. close. We got two mod writers in the room. Hey. Oh my gosh. Um, before we roll into some all the fun stuff we're going to get into, a little bit of housekeeping. Um, if you'd like to learn more about the show or watch our, uh, find like an easy way to watch the video companion to the show, which we do for every one of these audio episodes, we have a video companion of myself and our guest playing through about 30 minutes of the game, usually the beginning of it, like we did for this one. So check us out at Call Me By Your game.com there is a video episodes tab there you can also listen to the podcast there as well if you feel like it uh or if you have anything you want to know about anything you'd like to let us know um really just send us an email uh i'm desperate for emails that aren't from uh wordpress Hmm. um you can email us at call me by your game podcast at gmail.com and that is it for the housekeeping. Um, you know your guest. You know your host. You might even know your great producer, Jeremy Schmidt, who's in the room with us. Yeah. Uh, but you might not know what game we're going to talk about today. And uh, that game is Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. Yes. The choice of our guest, Annabelle Seymour. <laughs> um, I'm, we're going to give you a little game history and context. Again, feel free to jump in if you'd like sure. to. Um Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis is a point-and-click adventure game by LucasArts, which was released in 1992. Uh, A year later, it was released with full voice acting and enhanced enhanced sound effects. (laughs) That's the one of 22 times I'll mispronounce something. Uh, It it was released with uh, voice acting and enhanced sound effects for the Um, CD-ROM. Did you you even know that there was like a version without? Absolutely not. Yeah, which I mean, this is like the version yeah with the, the, the voices are iconic they are we were listening to some of them earlier Oof. um whether it's like kind of the like slightly off but like still good enough indiana jones or right. like the kooky other characters yeah. that we have they were all having a lot of fun so much fun um this is the seventh game to use uh the script language scum which we oh, saw yeah. in the video <laughs> portion um which had and it has very similar gameplay to other uh, the other click and point adventure games by LucasArts from the 80s and 90s um including like the secret of monkey island uh maniac mansion et cetera um <laughs> 
in the game, the player explores the static backgrounds and environments and uses the, uh, the pointer mouse to instruct Indy and use commands. Uh, the story follows Indy's search around the world for the sunken city of Atlantis. Uh, he's joined by an old co-worker of his named Sophia Hapgood, who gave up her archaeological career to become a psychic. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Uh, they're pursued, of course, by Nazis who, you guessed it, are also trying to find and use the power of Atlantis for warfare. Mm-hmm. And that's all I have for the game history and context. Beautiful. Wow. Anything you wanted to share? You're good. No, I don't know that. I didn't know any of that. Cool. So. There we go. Um, perfect. Let's jump right into um, into the main discussion of the show how did you well first off before we do that i almost mm. forgot how did you get into video games computer games what i'd love to know anything you want to share about your history with yeah. that sort of stuff i definitely wasn't like a like a it's actually like very similar to how i am with music it's mm-hmm. like i'm not like an album person but i'm like i'll i'll love one song sure like and and all of those songs together is like my understanding of music so i think with games too like i wasn't into all games mm. but there are like individual specific games like i didn't even know there were other lucas arts click and point games yeah. which of course one would think i should have played them because sure. i would have liked them but it was like no i just like indiana jones and then i would just like come upon a different game that i like for a totally different reason and so for me like the big games i played and i played them mostly on my computer in my room awesome. i did have an like a nintendo 64 but it wasn't i think because in my room i was it was like more of a personal connection like yeah. the n64 was always in my living room like with my mom like my mom and i played like wheel of fortune on n64 wow <laughs> like together <laughs> wow after dinner uh which was like the lamest thing you could possibly do with a gaming system who knew probably. that that game would get a, like <laughs> ever mentioned on this show well that, I, it, it was not my choice of the main topic when you come back that that's good. the game we're gonna do the second game <laughs> it was pretty cool i mean i did play mario 64 was like very important oh. to me because of the music and the game like like that's the one from n64 yeah. that i really cared about like again it's like one game that i cared about yes um but on my computer, it was like Tomb Raider was huge. Oh, yeah. Um, and then The Sims was huge. And then like literally like the most random. Like I was actually looking this up the other day. There was a game that accompanied the book Strega Nona hmm. called like Albert's Magical Brush or something. <laughs> like it's a game. I, I Googled it. It's like literally you cannot find it anywhere. But I remember it so well. And it was like probably a free CD that came with the book. Wow. And my mom would get, gave it to me. And like, like there are these games that are like so visceral, like, but I love them for such specific mm-hmm. reasons. And yeah. like with that one, I remember I liked the, the sound effect of like this ointment that you like put on a person's face. I thought it was like funny. Interesting. And so I liked the game for that reason. Like it's, yeah. So, but it really w- was pretty limited to those games. Mm-hmm. And then this game, and I just played them. Yeah, Uncle Albert's magical <laughs> album. Wait, that's not it. No, 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 no. Because no. you did. The, it was. It was. Is it, it was Albert Island? and magical were the same words, but these are not. But if you type in like Strega Nona, like Strega Nona magical, you don't have to look into. If you if, if you can find a version oh, of no, this game, oh no, we're gonna oh, find it. I gotta see this. But it's like cousin Strega. Albert. Like I don't know what the hell it was. There are such obscure. There were such obscure games. 
on the PC growing right. up. Yeah, I feel like you could just put it on a CD-ROM, I, and then you can never find them again because they only exist on CD-ROM. Yeah, I recently was kind of remembering some of the. I played a lot of computer games growing up. Like uh, I played a lot of the backyard sports games, like backyard baseball. Ugh, back missed uh, me entirely. I did. I couldn't play a single sports one. Well, the, that's awesome. They also had like that. They were called Humongous Entertainment. They also had like kids' adventure games mm. that I think you probably. Be- I mean, the fact that you like a more complicated one like this Indiana Jones game, you would have flattered that it's complicated. I I mean, compared to Pajama Sam or (laughs) Freddy Fish, (laughs) definitely more complicated. But I remember loving those games. Very similar thing too. you would find little items, use it. Certain clicks on certain things in certain orders would unlock stuff. Yeah, it was very cool. But I was specifically thinking the other day I went down a rabbit hole on YouTube way too late at night. I was trying to find this like obscure Peter Rabbit computer hmm. game that I had that must have been from like 95. Right. Which was tr- truly just like a bunch of like real looking rabbits dressed up in little vests. Aww. And it told a little story. So um, obviously Indiana Jones, that's not that obscure. Right. But it's funny like you talking about the Uncle Albert Uncle game. Albert. No, I think it was like Cousin Albert. I don't know what it was. I like found it literally like two days ago when I can't even remember for the first time. Amazing. So I was thinking... Because I had another game that I went down this like a rabbit hole that I could not for the life of me figure out what it was. And I think a couple of years ago I finally figured it out. It was like Twin Suns Odyssey. Have you ever heard of that? I have no idea. That <sighs> one is super obscure. Like these, that was another one in the canon of like it was like Tomb Raider, Sims, Twin Suns Odyssey, Indiana Jones, and like I really can't think of any other like notable games that I played. Mm. But Twin Suns Odyssey, out of those ones, the only one that's not like a franchise of some kind. Yeah. And Twin Suns Odyssey was it had the most absolutely stunning opening video with like a song that I still makes me emotional and it's it's like a guy in a tunic like I remember there's like a tunic it makes no sense it's like a guy with a big egg head and and he has a pregnant girlfriend and then he tries Mm -hmm. to like do something but if you could just in your life watch the open I can send it to you guys like the opening of this game and the music is like it's like hauntingly beautiful wow and I have no recollection of the game. Like, like to me, it's like the gameplay of it all. I'm like, who knows? It's just yes. like the music and the characters and the like, whatever. Which is probably why I'm not like a gamer. Sure, but like some cert- certain elements from these experiences have stuck with stuck you. with me the way a movie or a song or something would. Interesting. Yeah. That's really cool. Let me let me yeah please get like. I didn't get past I, I there's definitely 50% of Tomb Raider and Atlantis I've never played because I'm not good <laughs> at games yeah so it's like that's like the funny thing is like none of this has to do with me feeling like I've, I'm not good at any of this stuff like Sims they always died yeah Twinson who knows <laughs> Uncle Albert maybe I got past Uncle Albert because yeah. it's a, a game that went with a children's book <laughs> but um yeah so it's like it's definitely I had to find other things for it to be about yeah because like I got I would get too frustrated otherwise totally hmm, very that's very interesting very cool you weren't you weren't just in it for the satisfaction of a complete of completing a game no like you barely because I'm like I know I'm not good at this like yeah. I can't I don't have like a game brain hmm. um we but got a couple game brains right here right yeah. Jeremy game brain. game brain go for game like I can't even play like <laughs> like a game like code names I'm like how does it work again <laughs> like I, I I think I'm a smart person I think I'm just smart not in that way sure you have other other areas where I hope. you're crushing it perhaps yeah who knows hey I've uh, math yeah math <laughs> oh my god there's gotta be something I'm good at I haven't figured it out yet but it's not this 
<laughs> and it's not sports. I've seen you. I've seen you do uh, improv a million times. I think I know one thing. You're very good. Oh, at. and what? that's standing straight. And that's standing straight. <laughs> you truly. I mean, the Imposter. other. There, we we were on the same team the other night at yeah. Mock Improv, which is a show that Annabelle and I both do uh, every Thursday night at the clubhouse, 11 yeah. p.m. 11 p.m. Um, well, we do that show together, and we were. I remember. I don't think you had stepped out in our set yet, but it must have been like five or six minutes into it, and I think I had forgotten you were on our team just because you hadn't stepped out. Mm-hmm. And I was in the middle of scene, like a scene truly just like not being that funny. Like I was just, I had jumped out to do something to like tag us to a new environment to keep playing a game. Mm-hmm. And then it was not, it was really dragging. And then out of nowhere <laughs> you showed up and like totally found something funny about the scene. I don't remember. I don't what remember what I never remember. It, it was scenes after it was something like you were like wondering where your yams were. Or something <laughs> no, I think like that. I looked, what did you I say? I remember looking you in the yeah. face and being like, let me sell my jam. Your jams. Yeah. Oh, I was That's close. the only thing I remember saying. And it truly injected so much. <laughs> like it, it really injected a lot of life in that Thank scene. You. So like, Thank uh, you. that's, the it's not a guarantee you make but i guarantee you that you will do that in scenes <laughs> thank you i'm so bummed you're not on my cage match team i don't even know what cage match i think i was only available for one yeah that's why because of my um competitive karaoke league which oh. meets on <laughs> wow i think we're gonna see a plug coming up later oh, yeah definitely come check that i guess that's a hobby we were talking yeah. about like well, if i have any you hobbies sing? yeah nice. yeah hey. so that actually i would say i'm a, a but maybe like a not above average a Upper average. Upper average. Upper average. Not, I can't say above average. That's a very safe uh, assessment of anyone, of your own skills upper, in any yeah, way. Upper average. Upper average. Upper average. Oh, I B. love Because you're still placing yourself as average, but so just saying upper, upper. Just a little bit. The upper level of average. Yeah. That's me. Very modest. Um, what are you upper average at, Jeremy? <laughs> yeah. And then you have to prove it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> upper average. I mean, you're a good musician. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm upper average at that. I'm not like I wouldn't put myself above average. But at singing? At at music. At oh, okay. Play, at playing it, it's mm. instruments. Playing instruments. Upper average. Way to go. Mm. Mm-hmm. Very proud. Thanks. Um, I got sorry. I let us down. A it's okay. Tangent. What, what am I up? I'm upper. I would say I'm upper average at cooking. Hmm. I'm not great at cooking. I'm not bad at cooking because hmm. there's a few things I can do now and a few a few techniques that I've picked up along the way. So. Um, yeah, I'd say upper average at cooking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm decidedly average at cooking, I think. Okay. Everything I make tastes exactly the same in the end, no matter what I do, to me at least. Hmm. But I only cook for myself, so. Yeah. We need to get your taste buds checked out. Let's get. Let's take a look. Yeah. Should we do it right now? Yeah, let's. Slap them on a slab. What's the difference between these two? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, um, you, so I've got a good idea of like what you played growing up. Did yeah. you continue to play computer games throughout your life or is that just like nah you just kind of it kind of fell away like i feel yeah. like it was me in my bedroom like with my pc compact computer oh. like playing games and then we're talking like a desktop and a monitor and a keyboard and a mouse yeah 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 oh. um do you remember when you got that did you like have absolutely. that for as long as you can remember? Can we yeah. talk about this? I remember like the box that came like I just remember getting a computer was such a big deal. Like oh, and was it was it a special occasion or it was like just time to get a computer? I don't remember. I think yeah, just like it became sort of a necessity for doing homework and my mom had a, one of those like Mac like clamshell like the like the desktop version of those colorful clamshell computers. Yes. Um like a blue translucent one. She was just sick of me using her computer to do my homework on. So it was like, you know, like a Christmas gift or yes. something to get a computer. Um, but after that, cause I, I think then it was like, you know, that computer kind of like died and mm-hmm. eventually I got like a laptop 
And then I think once I had a laptop, I never played computer yeah. games again. Like it was just that, that one like desktop. Yeah. Yeah. That like was where I had my Kazaa and my LimeWire and all that shit. Oh, you're a cool yeah. kid. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, very cool. Uh, and I know you, you don't really play video games now. They're just like, but you'll yeah. play them casual. Like if like you play with Greg and yeah. ever. Greg is so Greg is a big like a switch boy. He is a switch say. boy. <laughs> um, and I, it's funny because it's like, I, I, I don't know what it is. Like I think. It's it's such a weird thing to talk about on a video yeah. game podcast. It's like I really do enjoy it. It's just like I kind of run out of steam after a while. Totally. But it's it's bad. Like I wanted I want to play games with him more, but I honestly prefer to just watch him play games. Sure. Like I I genuinely do because I also think it's one of those things where I just know it's not a skill of mine, mm-hmm. and sometimes I think. I don't like to be faced with things I'm bad at because I'm kind of a like perfectionist and the same yeah. reason like with sports and stuff where it's like it's not that enjoyable for me to be bad at something yeah. publicly. Um, but, <laughs> I can understand like, that. Like playing sports. But like, yeah, I, I, I enjoy like we play like Mario Party sometimes or, but I genuinely like I, you know, he plays this game. I remember this one time he was playing this game, LA Noir on yeah. Switch. And I was like fucking watching him play this. Oh, you know, and also I will say, I lived before I like now I live with Greg. I lived with my like best friend from college who was a big gamer and he would sometimes play games and I would sort of like contribute and we play. I remember me and Peter, my friend and our other friend Hamish, we congregated and we played like the new Tomb Raider together where Hamish was really good at fighting. Yes. Peter was really good at the jumping and I would sit there and not touch the controller, but I would be like, oh, this is the logic puzzle because I knew Tomb Raider and then oh. we also did that with another game called Life is Strange. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And like, though, so I would say like in my adult life, I've really enjoyed. It's like you had like that. a, like a, I'm imagining you're on like the, the I guess the bridge of like a Star Trek ship and you're like, you're each <laughs> doing a different job. Yeah. It was like those yeah, two games we fun. really did as like a trio and that I really enjoyed. So I think it's just like, I don't, I think what I don't like is like having the controller. I'm like, I'd rather yeah. just, just like tell greg what to do or like mm-hmm. figure it out with him he said you playing. like to do that a lot he tell did say greg that? what to do oh, no he didn't no. <laughs> a friend of the show uh, uh <laughs> assuming i don't have to do some weird scheduling thing our previous guest right greg smith <laughs> um we allude to you i mean we talk about you on his oh episode really too. does he say like i don't like playing games with him he actually I, I we are cutting out most of what he says about you really just kidding no oh absolutely God. not i think How it was, was very it? i think it was very brief i think the most of what he said is uh he was like, and future guest Annabelle. I think he was talking <laughs> about playing games with you a little bit, but um, awesome, yeah, very very cool. Uh, so let's let. I feel like we've covered a lot of that stuff really well. I want to know how this game came into your life and when you first played it, and let's just start going down that road. Sure. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's a very specific memory for me because it. I um I used to go to my dad's family's. Like uh, they, we would congregate in Orlando. I don't yes. remember where you're from. I'm from New York City. So, mm. and I, I don't know why I, I usually used to say New York. I don't know why I said New no, York City. No, that but was specific. <laughs> it was really specific. Uh, that's weird because I don't usually say it that way. But I am from New York, and then actually from New York, Manhattan. City, Manhattan. Where yeah. did you? Where? 86 and Broadway is where I cool. grew up. Yeah. Awesome. So I've been to New apartment. York two times. Cool. For both the last two DCMs that were there. Yes. But it. 
truly i fell in love with it immediately yeah and i like to know where just be it's also kind of easy to know where stuff is like you tell me 86 and broadway i'm like oh i actually do know you can picture where it. that is yeah, yeah it's like central park you know like upper central park upper yes. west side by Very the natural cool. history museum sorry sorry to interrupt i was no, just like okay. super curious about that but it's i mean it's relevant because basically like so i never my dad's family is kind of spread around like in like florida and north carolina and I didn't get to see them a lot growing up because I also like didn't grow up with my dad at, like living with him. Mm-hmm. So it was like already a stretch to like see him and then to see his family that doesn't even live in New York. Yeah. But my cousins, I have cousins on that side of my family that I am very close to. Oh, it's like cool. like the kind of close where we could see each other like once every three years and we're just like we're best friends. Like oh. I, we, we because because we really coveted the time that we spent together when we like all saw each other at Thanksgiving. So I would fly to Orlando. And we would just, it was such a special time for me and my cousins. And like the big thing that we did was we would make like horror movies together. That was like our big tradition. And it would be like day one of Thanksgiving. It was like, and I think this was actually after the Atlantis thing, but now I'm like getting into a oh, no, I love this. Yeah. It was like day one Thanksgiving. We had four days and it was like, you know, day one was like the pitch meeting. Oh my We'd figure goodness. out what the movie was going to be. And then it was like production. Like we took it very seriously. You, you, and, and you it had a really production bonded crew us. built into your family. Yes. And then oh. we would screen it at the end of Thanksgiving for everybody. And they'd be like, you know, it'd be like moms watching their children, like bleed to death. Yes. Like, after Thanksgiving. They're always horror movies. Um, but I think like that, I think that happened after, you know, it was sort of like in tandem. Indiana Jones was always like a movie we would watch on the first night too. Yeah. So it was always like, it was, it's a very specific, it was like dinner where we'd all be like, Hey, Hey, like what horror movies have you seen this year? Then we'd all get together, watch Indiana Jones. And then we would like make the movie over the course of the weekend. So I think my grandfather realized that we all loved Indiana Jones. And so he like found this CD-ROM. Wow. And they, so, did they have a computer at their And they place? had a computer. So it was like my grandfather had a computer room. And I think like, Bat at some you know it was sort of like when we would take a break from making the movie we would like play this game like it was all sort of around the same time mm-hmm. but it was like we there was some kind of correlation between making these movies and watching indiana jones and <sighs> playing this game this is like my dream it was so <laughs> this fun. Is so awesome it, but it was like really it was really special to me like i don't know it just really bonded us and like for me personally like i felt very isolated from that family like you know not to get personal in a video game go for it but it really like meant it meant so much to me emotionally because i really didn't get to see that i i did not get to see those people and still don't get to see those people Mm -hmm. enough um for how much i really like love all of them yeah so um but yeah we would basically like cram around the computer and that was the only game i ever remember us playing maybe we played like duck hunter on his like really early nintendo downstairs in the basement but like in my grandfather's office we would just like all huddle around the computer and how many you how many of there of you were there it would have been anywhere from like five to seven people okay. like depending on who was born at one time like, was I it like remember. all age ranges too yeah so it was like did the, you, i want to know where you fell yeah i was kind of like the older like the like me and my cousin tg are like basically the same age cool and then, um, you know, we have like Nate and Maddie. I mean, I don't know what exact ages they were sure. at the time, but it was sort of it cascaded down from us. And we do have two older cousins, but they were they were like too cool for they like not too cool, like in a bad way, but just like they yeah. were fully teenagers. Yeah. They didn't really want to make like a movie with a bunch of kids. I understand. So that. I guess TG and I were the older of this sort of like crew, kid crew. Awesome. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, and then we just like we figured it out together. And then I think I got a version of the CD-ROM to take home. Like I think there was one year when my mom like figured out that I liked it or something, and then I got to have one at home. Oh, and so wow. then I could play it by myself. That's so much home. fun. Yeah, I think so. Um, would you were you like driving the ship when you would play this game? I doubt it. Yeah. I think like probably Nate, like my like Nate and TG probably were just as, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's a, like sexist to be like they're guys. So they probably like knew what to do. No, no. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm supposed to be bad at games. If they were, especially if they were boys who were playing video games a lot. I think or computer they were. Games, I mean, if like, it's, even in my family, we're pretty traditional, like family in the sense of like an American nineties, like family. Sure. Me, it was me and my sister, my younger sister. And we were pretty, we fell pretty much. I've mentioned this on the show before, but we fell very much in line with you you would expect out of a brother sister relationship nice. uh f- at the time like i played sports and loved video games <laughs> my sister was like into like she was a ballet a ballerina almost said a ballet artist uh sure. but still a ballet artist a dancer um was like a, a, tra- a girl in the traditional sense and i was a boy in the traditional yeah. sense. i mean things are a lot different now but like uh, so now that you are the sense. ballet artist. Now I'm the ballet artist. Honestly, I would love I would love to try ballet sometime. I think you could do it. I think I could do I've it. I've seen you move. Thank you. You can move. Um, uh, but <laughs> but I think that makes that makes total sense. To yeah, me, that that would have been what it was. I'm like. also remembering that my little brother, because I have two half brothers, and they would have been younger, mm-hmm. but I think they were a part of this too. And they are like they were like really good gamers. Oh, cool. Like I would watch them play video games sometimes. And I would just be like, you know, you shouldn't really shoot people, right? And they were so <laughs> annoyed. But they played like, uh, what's the one where he's like a bird? Banjo Kazooie? No, it's like Darn. he's the symbol of a bird. They made that a movie. So no, oh my god, that was the only thing they would the tell me was they were like, bird. it was a movie that came out a couple of years ago. Um, Shoot, it took place in olden times, and he had sort of a bird vibe. Oh, bird vibe. Olden this is times. the only thing I remember from this game. Assassin's Creed. Oh, that's what it was. Does have a bird vibe. Yes, and they were like, yeah. "He's got a bird vibe," and I was like, "Okay, cool. I'm engaged now because I can like <laughs> witness the bird references." But they were big, so they honestly probably like helped us figure it out. But sure. they might have been like four or five. Very <laughs> I have young. no idea. That's cool. But I don't. Yeah, I just remember us doing it as a full group, and we all still like we didn't fight or anything. We just like figured it out. It was really fun. Would you? Because when we were even when just the two of us were playing for the video portion. Like I wanted to be talking, but then I'd be like, "Oh, we're gonna miss some of the dialogue." Yeah, because there weren't. Maybe you could do subtitles, but we didn't have them on if that was an option. I think we did subtitles and the voices because the like it was like you you couldn't. T- yeah, like it's like wall to wall like dialogue. Yeah. So you do want to listen to it, but I think we at least played it enough times that it was like we didn't like miss anything. Yeah. Um. But it's it's a weird game because it's not that. Like, it's a lot of dialogue and yeah. stuff. And again, I don't know the the types of games like this that exist elsewhere. It's, like, the only one I know. But I think, like, yeah, there's never a time when you have to, like, click something at a certain time. Like, it's never, like, oh, you gotta, like, jump or do yeah, anything. Yeah, not really any... There there are some brief action moments in this game. Yes. But they are, which you might remember, I, I truly... And again, this is a game I don't have a lot of experience with, so this is from, like, my very limited half-assed sure. internet research. Um, but there's, like, a moment, like, Biff we saw. Mm-hmm. There's a way to get in a fight with him. Yes, that's... Oh, yes! Yeah. Oh, my God. But like you said, you're not, like, indie running and jumping, using, like... And also timing your whip and yeah. that stuff. It's yeah. really just more, like... 
strategizing and like clues and yeah. and um but like not even like complicated puzzles it's more like like human interactions and yeah like, i don't know it's also fun it's one of the uh, one thing that i like a lot about games when they do it is when like i feel like everything we could interact with in this game he would have something to say about yeah yeah, yeah. like whether it was like there was remember in the in the museum the last the second to last place you fall into where okay. you have to go touch the bookshelf. Yeah. There's the other bookshelves mm-hmm. that list like books about tools, books yeah, about yeah. this. And he's like, I've read all of those. Yeah. It's always some yeah. snarky thing. Like I, it's, it's never, and it never even, I mean, I know he says like, I don't think that'll work over yes. and over again, but it doesn't feel repetitive. Cause he'll say different things. Like he'd be mm-hmm. like, that's my favorite whip. It's like got a <laughs> leather handle. Like, he, like it's, they really like filled it out yeah. so that it's really fun to interact with like every single thing. Yeah. And my favorite thing was like the weird combinations of things that you like, th- this was truly what I loved about the game was like, there's one part of it where you have to. So like, you remember that the same room you're talking about, yeah. there's a desk in it and there's a part of the game where you have to go to that desk. You have to find a piece of chewing gum that's under the desk and then you use it to put it on your shoes to walk up the chute that's downstairs that's funny and it's like and like that for my brain i was like this is so cool that's so interesting because i mean when we were playing the game we would we did have a little menu at the bottom that lists your inventory mm-hmm. and there of course i mean this is the whole scum like system oh, okay. is like you have an inventory and like a limited amount of actions and like verbs yeah. to use so you could it was kind of not like trial by error, but even just watching you do the brief moments we were playing the game, yeah. it's like, oh yeah, you're like, how do I find this newspaper? You have to like walk over and like look at it, but then how do you use it? You click newspaper, give, give what? to, yeah. It's really interesting. That is like, yeah. If there was this, like, I know that that probably is the the foundation of those types of games, but like mm-hmm. that is the most fun thing is like taking all, like there's also a part where you have to use old mayonnaise that you find to like <laughs> slide a thing out of its like like to j- oh. jiggle this like artifact out of its hole or whatever and then like there's also old mayonnaise this, finally has its day yeah like well you find old like you just you find stuff and you take it and i i loved the creativity of like okay i'm gonna grab this thing like how could i use this later and then yeah. and then when it's it works you're like oh my god this is so smart yeah and like i there's just something about that that i just find I don't know. It's like writing or something. Like I yeah. actually, I mean, it's like dorky of me to like combine it with writing. Like I don't know. It it is very similar to the way that I think about writing sometimes because mm-hmm. it's like I do. I love writing with a lot of like plants and payoffs. Yeah. So it's like you might randomly write something into a scene that then later on you're like, oh my god, we can I can use that again, and then yeah. it'll be really satisfying for the audience. It's like kind of the same thing to me. Totally. And like the objects having like value, like because in writing a scene and an object takes on value that you didn't think it would have, like man jar of mayonnaise or whatever. It's like <laughs> that's just like good writing. Yeah. And so, I think that the like the game is really fun to me for like specifically that reason. That's cool. Like even the puzzle of it all, like like, like trying to get the goat in the right place or whatever I was like, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah sure 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 but it was like you know oh like this then begets this and then like using yeah. the whip to do whatever and i thought that was cool that's interesting to hear um i'm just sort of speculating a little bit but here a couple takeaways that i just had from what you were sharing one i think what almost makes that puzzle solving with these weird with these different items special is like it's not like it's like the item you got was uh 
like uh what would you call it like a, a straight up lubricant that you would right. like jostle the statue loose yes. with it's like no you're using mayonnaise which Old you, mayonnaise you think from about the office. right yeah can be used as such also it's obviously this isn't the movies have a ton of action in them mm-hmm. this game doesn't have very much but one of the a spirit that i kind of see in this game that is stuck around from the movies and from like spielberg adjacent movies mm-hmm. is um creativity mm-hmm. like ingenuity i'm this is different but like indiana jones does it too but back to the future sure. like the way they would like like in these action sequences you get creative with like the stuff around them yeah i feel like kind of lives through in this game a little bit yeah it's one of the things that makes me want to continue playing it. and is that like a normal thing in game like i mean i guess i'm just like curious how unique this is or if it's just like this is just the one my grandfather bought <laughs> like uh. it. you know it's hard to say and jeremy feel free to chime in as well i think some games it is it is it, it, it this is also the disp- these qualities are displayed as yeah. well but other games i feel like mo- for the most part like if you're just thinking about a zelda game you have your equipment and your items and you there's not really any like secret to how to use right. them there might yeah. be puzzles that you have to get creative well, with, i'm also but... like sure there's games where it's like the the most important items are just like expensive items or like yeah. a magical sword like i'm so much more interested in like a jar of mayonnaise being used in a funny way <laughs> than like a cool sword that does a lot of crazy yeah stuff. this is also like i've just recently played now two D D games for the Ooh. first time um and like i'm totally out of my league on that but i'm finding i'm like the only thing i want to do is just be like weird people yes just that don't i'm like all those spells and stuff i'm like like the only spell i think i used last time was like friend spell it's like it's like hey girl like let's be friend like i don't know how to use i i don't know it's, that's so fun i yeah you have like such a different it seems like you have a very different obviously a perspective but just like what you're looking for in these things and games is different than like probably way different than what i would be looking really yeah so what do you look for in games i mean i'd probably just be like all right how do i get out of here how do i figure it out my instincts i don't think would be to like uh maybe it's because i'm just like because i am a person who calls himself like a video a video game person i mm-hmm. like video yeah. games i also like to finish games yeah and a lot of the time <laughs> i've never finished this game it, right like 600 times but you've like enjoyed it so much <laughs> yeah. and it wasn't about the destination it's no about way. the journey so yeah. but i think sometimes jeremy might feel a little bit of this too uh i'm gonna put words in your mouth uh i, I do feel like a like a pressure to finish stuff or to figure stuff out so i'm less inclined to go off the beaten path hmm. a little bit sometimes as opposed to like just trying to finish the game however i will say when i do let myself operate in that mode it's freeing Mm -hmm. and it's it can be satisfying in a different way even if you don't figure it out Mm -hmm. um i'm playing right now i'm seeing some of the stuff that we saw in this game in paper mario which is Mm -hmm. a game i'm playing on for the gamecube right now and there are moments like this too which is like wait how am I supposed to get this, find this mob boss to get him to like give me a ticket <laughs> to Mario? go on this? Yes. Damn. It's it's a very, it's also a hilarious game. Okay. Great writing. That's something these two games have in common. But um, like those moments are so fun and rewarding because I might be banging my head against the wall, but then I'm like, oh, it was in front of me the whole time. Or like, it's this <laughs> silly thing here that they That's pointed really me cool. to. Yeah. Um, so, I also just remembered, sorry, like that, oh, just please. on the same thing of like why I guess we're different. Like, so Tomb Raider, forget about it. I couldn't, <laughs> I mean, I, I did not get very far in that game. Mm-hmm. I really tried, but, but I, again, like I enjoyed it. Like I did feel like I got far enough that I was able to play it 
many games later and still like knew the universe yeah. of it but my favorite thing to do in the version of tomb raider that i played was that i don't know if you ever played the one where you could go to her house and mm -hmm. do a training level so i when i would get frustrated and like mauled by a tiger 70 <laughs> times and i was like i'm over this i would go to the training level where you could just do you could wander around her mansion and you were supposed to just use it to like practice jumping on things yeah. and you could do like a jump on a on a vine like just where laura croft like whatever trains yeah but they for no reason had a butler that would wander around do you know what i'm talking oh, yeah. about oh, yeah. and <laughs> if you lock him in the freezer and you could lock him in the freezer <laughs> and if you bumped into him he would go Ooh, and his little tray would rattle Aww. and like that was more fun to me than any other part of the game was just knocking into the butler interesting that's so cool uh it really seems like i mean we've been touching <laughs> We've been touching on this for a while. No, it is cool. It's like the stuff that you... It's always fun to see like what people enjoy about games yeah. um, and what they find most satisfying. But it is fun. You're... It seemed to be like it's... not. I wouldn't call it the subtleties, but it's like the little quirks. Details, yeah. And the quirks. details that if you rush through stuff, you don't get a chance to like to enjoy. Yeah. And there's a lot of... I mean, it depends on the person, but I think there is a lot of value in that, especially, I mean, there, I think there's value in that just because that's what you enjoy. Yeah. Not because it's like, you have to enjoy the little quirks of this. No, it's like, <laughs> right. if it's and something I like you... that they put it in the game for the people that would enjoy it. Yeah. But they know very well that like a lot of people are not going to care about going to like the butler, like, like the fact that they put it in at all makes me feel like made me feel good that like someone yeah. out there might care about like this butler and think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, yeah, I don't know. It was just, yeah. It's just like, it's nice that they were able to make games that everybody could connect to in different ways, mm -hmm. which is why like also like the Sims is so cool. Cause it was like that, like that for me was like, Oh, this is just all the stuff that I like where you can just like interact with environments and stuff like that. But you could really play the game based on whatever you like, like whatever kind of gameplay you like. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can't like run and jump and like shoot people, but they got plenty of games like they that. Got stuff like that. <laughs> cool. Um, man, this has been so much fun. Uh, do you have, is there, I feel like I had a question to ask you, but maybe it's already slipped my mind. It's okay. Um, have you d talked to your cousins at all? Do you ever bring this up? I mean, the funny, the fun thing about my cousins and I is if we were super nostalgic when we we're together, like it's really, oh yeah. like I saw them, I guess the last time I saw them was at my grandpa's funeral, like a couple months ago. Mm. And I mean, that was just like a very emotional thing in general, but it's like, it, I love that when we see each other, we always, some, we always bring up our movies. This was this grandpa with the computer room? Yes. Okay. With the computer. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah. No, it was, he was like the most incredible. I mean, really like all of us are just in such reverence. Stark. Oh, sorry. That's okay. our grandfather who was like the most incredible man. Yeah. Um, but like we, I, th I, I don't know. It just feels like whenever we get together, we either talk about, we talk more about the movies than Indiana Jones, but I was actually planning on like after we started a, after the funeral, we started a Facebook group with just the cousins. Oh, cool. Cause we were like, we really should like, we have to start being the ones to do family reunions because we don't have family reunions every, every, anymore. And it used to be like every Thanksgiving, every 4th of July. Mm -hmm. So I think I, I was like, oh, I'll like tell them to like listen to this podcast or something. Oh, like, yeah, I'm like, please. I should tell them that I'm like talking about this game that I remember. Um, and so like, I don't know. I think we we all really care about each other and we care about that like mm -hmm. nostalgia of just how wonderful those because we've all had really different lives yeah. like i won't get into detail if they like listen to this but like, like you know we've all just like 
gone our separate ways and like really lived but it's like the the comfort of some of our memories from our childhood is just like so important to all of us so like it's i don't know so i think it wouldn't be weird to talk about it no at yeah all. like it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if we talked about it but i just don't remember us talking about it directly yeah that's really special um it's that has me on a whole nother train of thoughts now. Get on talk, the train. Talking, I'm hopping on the train. Get on yeah. the train. One ticket, please. Um, but <laughs> but uh, one thing that I wanted to touch on was uh, this is totally unrelated to this game or it's anything, great. but it's what it's led us to is uh, the yeah family reunions when like I guess like the the what do you call them like matriarch and patriarchs of our families yeah. like pass away because I within the last. Two two years, all three of my grandparents that I still had have passed away. Oh, it's okay, but it's also one of those things where I'm like, oh yeah, like we, if you want to stay in touch with your family and like keep seeing them, it's like we are gonna have to start to be active about yeah. this. Which, I mean, I'm already bad enough about that living <laughs> in LA, like yeah. seeing my the friends that I want to see. Like, if I don't have a routine like being on like my improv team or like doing show broadcasts broadcasts uh what's a prod a cast yeah just poking podcast. each other the whole time um if i don't do that it's hard enough for me to like stay in touch and um keep a relationship with my friends let alone family who are yeah. all like for me are truly all ac- across the country yeah like my family's in the midwest and like in tennessee got it so that's tough but that i don't know that is a really special thing so good on you and the shout out to the cousins for yeah that Facebook maybe group. this podcast will help like spark some discussion because we've tried to talk like i don't know it's like hard to like get on board with it, a facebook group or whatever but it really is um, that's my that's the podcast guarantee is that we <laughs> will do that for your family <laughs> that's great uh, we my family appreciates it hey perfect <laughs> I am uh, just such a giver. Uh, <laughs> any so anyway, um, was there anything else that you would like to share about this game? Anything? Any last thoughts you had before we move on to some fun stuff? I don't think so. I think my only thought is I'm gonna go home and like buy it and yeah. play it. I think. Uh, yeah, I just like. I mean, another like the characters of it are so fun. Yes. That was something that we talked about when we were playing it. But <laughs> the voice actors, the voice are actors so are insane. Kooky. <laughs> and I just hope that I don't again like don't play a lot of games now. But I hope I just hope games are still doing this stuff. I, yeah. I hope they're still keeping it simple because I think when I did watch my brothers who were like a good like five or six years younger than me, their games, you know, PlayStation. Like, yeah, I was like, there's too much to freaking look at. Like what? <laughs> yeah, like like to maintain the simplicity of like walking. Like they, they, like I was telling you, like there's this part where you have to go to this location and every time you go, you have to watch the seaplane land. You have to like wait for it to dock, watch them walk up the thing. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yes. But I, I hope that if there are gamer game developers out there listening to this podcast, like that if we could have games that are still like this, it would make me very happy. Um, I know some that they still make that are in this vein but a a great thing is that i also know there are game developers out there who grew up on these games too right and who have at least want to keep the spirit of them alive whether or not it's the same type so that's really cool i would like yeah because that's like you know like a twitch i'd love to watch like a twitch of someone playing this Oh yeah, where it's like really totally. slow. Yeah. I guess that's like what we just did, basically. Yeah, if we would have just kept playing it forever. <laughs> but I've just only learned about like the sort of twitch of it all from like the D and I don't know. I'm I'm learning about a lot of this stuff. Like, and there's just so much to look at, and it's like so confusing that I just like I don't know. I love the simplicity of this game. Yeah, and the like tactileness of it. I love it. So and it brings you back. 
Yeah, and yeah, not to mention the emotions for yeah. me personally. That's really special. Thanks. Um, cool. Well, I'll go ahead and move on to a couple fun segments Let's before fun we wrap segments. up the show. Uh, the first segment, uh, which is a segment I uh, try to do on every episode, is the Fact Me By Your Game segment, which okay. where I'm just going to tell you a couple fun facts. Specifically, these are Easter eggs <gasps> about this game. Really? Yes. A couple and fun Easter eggs. And you found these eggs. online? I oh my did. God, I wonder if I know any of them. Oh my um, God, I'm so I, excited. I have two to share with you. Okay, great. The first one is there is an E.T. reference in this game. Um, you so we we saw it earlier. Is it? We you, saw remember it? the college? Well, like the museum across the street from his college, mm-hmm. where it's like that first floor where you finally walk out. Mm-hmm. There is a bulletin board on the left hand side yes. that you can interact with some stuff. Yes. The f- it and as he just like reads it as a list, like the different things that are yes. on there. The final thing that he reads is, uh, and he's reading this out loud, of course, Indiana Jones is that there's a request that this. Um, Someone put this request on the board that a theoretical physicist whose name in the game is just Edward Teller that he phone home mm. and his so his initials e. are ET phone home yeah holy hell I definitely remember that part of the game where you look at the bulletin board yeah that's like when you get the gum like that yes level I think it's like that's the f- incredible you can do this as you can see this as soon as you can return to the college so I think yeah. we could have even done it there we too. could have done it. Um, I know there's That's that wonderful. fun little Easter egg. Uh, and then the last one is about the uh, shopkeeper in Algiers. Mm-hmm. So um, that shopkeeper at a certain point in the game, if you're playing, because there's also one thing we didn't discuss is there's three different like ways to play this game. You can play the team version where it's you and Sophia. You can play a version without her, What? which the puzzles are a lot more complicated what i think there i don't know exactly how you activate that whether you like leave her somewhere or whatever but you can do that and there's also an action one where you are getting in a lot more fights and stuff like that i need to like now that i know that because you even illuminated to me that the one part like i thought there was one way to play the game yeah and you did it differently you're talking about right outside the theater yeah Yeah. so i need to buy this game totally and and play all the different ways i had no idea because you have to use sophia at a certain point yes as like bait or something i think you have to throw knives at her I, i really don't remember Oh, wow. Like, there's something tough, in Algiers that involves her, I think. Tough draw for Sophie. <laughs> yeah, Sophia, Sophia is a, she has a thankless job in this game. Oh. Um, our really our cool. resident psychic. Um, so we, there is a point, though, if you, if you have Sophia with you, uh, where you go to the shopkeeper in Algiers, he sends Indy and Sophia on this wild goose chase into, like, the mountains nearby. Yeah. When they return, they f- they found nothing and they let him know this. And for some reason, he has previously given you like this mask. Yeah. He asks you to trade the mask back to him and he will give you a baseball signed by Lou Gehrig, <laughs> an actual player for the Yankees back during <laughs> yeah. this time. So if you do the trade... Um, the baseball will be in your inventory and you can like uh, look at the baseball like you can do any of your items and Indy comments that it has not been signed by Lou Gehrig but by someone which he's like someone named Ron Gilbert who is one of who's the programmer writer and director oh of, of like this game and many of the LucasArts scum titles so That's it's just like unreal. a little just a little cute <laughs> easter egg that's so funny. Yeah. I don't ever remember getting... I don't think I ever got the baseball. Yeah. Like, that scene, I remember being very difficult. And there was, like, something with, like, a chicken thing that you... Chicken squib. Or, no, a squib. Huh. I don't know what the fuck. That was when yeah. I started to be like, this is too complicated. That was when I started to lose my ability yeah. to play. But 
That's oh, really cool. Um, well, now we're going to move on to the last fun segment, which Great. is the game recommendations. Mm. Um, at the end of every episode, I always give uh, recommendations based off of this game to my guests <gasps> oh and my also God. to the listeners out there. I need it. Um, and I do this because at the end of the movie, uh, Call Me By Your Name, Elio, uh, obviously his relationship with Army Hammer's character ends. And as with most relationships, you obviously, at a certain point, you move on sometimes. Um, you date people that are similar to the person you were just with. You might date someone wildly different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to say. Hmm. Um, but so I'm going to give recommendations based off of that. That's uh, great. Something that is similar um, but a little different would be a game also made by LucasArts called The Secret of Monkey Island. Okay. And I would recommend the special edition to you. So you could do play the regular version, which the graphics are like just like this. Great. It's, you might actually be really into that. But they, they made a special edition in like 2012 or 2015 mm. or something like that. Um, also available on Steam, but only if you have a, a PC, as I learned. Oh, okay. Because uh, I bought that game and I can't play it. Oh. Um, but it's another quirky point-and-click adventure. Great. Um, the, something different, uh, like very different, but is still in like the point and click adventure, really cool storytelling is this game called Oxenfree. Hmm. This is a game. Like Ali Ali Oxenfree. Exactly. Hmm. This is on the Nintendo switch. Hmm. It's been out for about three years. It's an indie game. It's should be very, very cheap. Um, but it's a game where you are these, uh, kids on this like Pacific coast Island and you you take this ferry over and it's like this very like uh how would i describe it it's not surreal but it's like there's a lot of mysterious stuff happening there's a lot of stuff with like this like radio that you have and like there seems to be like interference with like time Mm. it's very very interesting Uh, a lot darker than this game Mm -hmm. but i highly recommend it um you don't need to be like a gamer to play it's literally like i'll like have greg like set it up because i don't know how to get things on the switch and then he can play it or we'll play it together or something uh definitely check it out if you can um and then which i actually haven't finished that game but i do like it Mm. the my out of left field uh recommendation Uh, this isn't because sometimes after a relationship you just gotta go out of left field you gotta swing left or right hammer do what you gotta do right (laughs) um this actually is not so out of left field now that i'm thinking about it but when i'm thinking about like uh one of the most fun parts about this game is the problem solving and the puzzles a game that is fully built on like problem solving and uh like puzzles is this wonderful game for the computer from when we were growing up called the logical journey of zumbinis (gasps) That's the other game. What? That's another game that I completely forgot that I played. That's yes. so funny. Let I me... was. It was in the back of my head as like, what was that game with those like purple things? Yes. <gasps> Look at these. The Zumbinis. Let's find That's these cuties. Amazing. That's so out of left field that it's exactly the other game that I ever played. Oh, that's amazing. And I like when you made the pizza because of the sound effects in the pizza section. See, it's that's like there's like right these there. little specific things that I love. Yeah. Like the pizza machine. I love the <gasps> animations of these of yes. the cute characters. You could you would could can design. Can you play that now? Like, can you still find it somewhere to play it? I'm pretty certain you can. I haven't looked it up. Oh my, my I should have looked it up myself. If I can't. I'm, I'm sorry to be like, oh, I. I already played that. No, that's totally fine. That's that makes me feel good about my recommendation. Yeah, because that's like truly if I could if I had to squeeze my brain for any other game I played, it's that. I love it. Amazing. Wow. Um, and then Alfred's magical whatever. Whatever that which was. we'll never know. I've looked all over for it. No, I'll find it. It's, no I'm dice. probably getting the wrong name or something. That's okay. 
Um, well, great. That was all I had for recommendations. Oh um, before we get to plugs, I just wanted to thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you for having me. This was so beautiful and nice. Thank you. This is, I said this to Greg, because Greg and I just nerded out hard I'm playing sure. the video game. But it's like a really excuse for me not only to like sometimes play games with somebody but also just to sit down with people that i don't know super well yeah. and and hang out for a little bit i love so it i really appreciate I'm it i'm really honored uh, hey thank you yeah um so was there anything you wanted to plug before we uh say bye-bye i guess i can say my mod team's first show is april 1st Woo! so but Let's i go. you know we've never done a show before so i i don't know what to recommend <laughs> it doesn't exist Come to the yet. show it'll probably be good yeah. i don't know no it'll be great um, I also like I don't know my improv team hosts a show at the Inner Sanctum at UCB uh, the fourth Thursday of every month at eight thirty, mm-hmm. which is like we play YouTube videos with under fifty views and then people do improv based on that. Great show! So if you like quirky weird videos from the internet, um, we also have a clubhouse show. I don't know this this just you know stuff stuff you. Uh, I, I guess I should be plugging like the show I wrote for last year that will like never come out because I don't know when it comes out. <laughs> Please. But if the show called Hoops ever comes on Netflix, watch that show. Awesome. So we'll keep, keep an eye out, <laughs> listeners. It should have no idea what the release date is or even if I'm allowed to talk about it, but I probably am. I think you're probably allowed to <laughs> I think it was say like, the show name. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. So if you ever see one that's called that, that f- watch it. The fun thing about Hollywood, if you work on something, it takes forever for it, it to come forever. out. It's animated, so yeah. it makes sense. But okay. like... Uh, uh, yeah, it's like the fact that I don't know when it's going to come out. It's like somewhat normal for animation, okay. but you know, I think it'll be good. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you again so much, Annabelle Seymour, the legend. <laughs> thank you. Um, this show is produced by the great Jeremy Schmidt. You mm. can follow him on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime, Instagram at Scare Me Schmidt. Uh, also, I highly recommend listening to his show. If you like this show, you like video games, check out his show, Video Games, a comedy show. Mm. Uh, I occasionally get to guest on it. It is an absolute blast. Um, if you would like to follow me, you can find me on social media at Connor underscore McCabe. Check me out. Uh, if you like improv, of comedy at the UCB Theater with the Herald Team Jet Set, UCBLA. Uh, and if you like the show, you want to help, you want to support the show at all, uh, first off, you listening to the show, you've already done your work. Thank you. Uh, hats <laughs> off to you. Truly, though, thank you for listening to the show. But if you want to, if you have a few minutes, you want to go the extra mile, leave us a review in the Apple Podcast Store. That helps our visibility, helps people uh, know a little bit more about the show. Let us know what you're liking and or share it with a friend. Uh, and now, I guess that's all I'm going to say. Uh, bye bye. Thank you.